Hello everybody and welcome to a very special episode of Pretty Fly for Senpai. Woo! I'm I'm Time Muffin and I am comprised entirely of nanomachines. Oh no. I'm Shark Wellington and I likewise have many small lives inside of me right now. I'm Hero Knights and X and I'm feeling a sort of way. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All these little machines inside me. I'm like a fizzy soda pop. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> My blood is all bubbly. Oh, no. No, not the bubbles. <laughs> Shark, that was hydrogen peroxide. Why would you do this? <laughs> well, today today we're going to talk about uh, the Cowboy Bebop movie, uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Yeah. Which is just the, the really, it's a really long episode. That's <laughs> pretty much what I got out of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Bye bye, God. So, like... Like Faye's immortal now. She's got she's got the nano machines inside of her. <laughs> we're just, we're just yeah, they didn't really touch on that, I guess. No, not really. I think dude blew himself up with a grenade after the dope train fight. They have this sweet train fist fight, and then dude just like palms a grenade and is like, "Yo, <laughs> we're we're <laughs> we're going we're going for this," and then he just shows up later in his apartment. The way that I took it was I thought it wasn't a grenade. It was more of just a gr a grenade that had just the, the nano little boys and girls inside of the grenade. But then, like, it, it wouldn't explain why the why the train went boom. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that Faye's immortal, per se. I just think is it was just more of the guy was just saying, oh, you're immortal now, because he's, he's he was going to do the whole uh, Jekyll lantern rain death upon you thing. That's what I was thinking, but... I get that. That That's how, that's how I took it. I can see that. I mean, they never really showed him having any crazy regenerative powers. Mm -hmm. You know, there wasn't any Deadpool Wolverine stuff going on. True. Uh, I... I I took it more as he he pulled something and like at the very last instant did an anime. I'm, I'm suddenly 20 feet in that direction and the grenade is nowhere close type deal. <laughs> that is very that is very anime. That is yeah. incredibly anime. <laughs> Some might say kawaii decime. I'm going to do the most anime move right now. Teleports behind you. No. <laughs> Another personal kid. <laughs> I, the the whole uh, the whole nano machines bit definitely <laughs> brought me back because I remember as a kid that was every late nineties early two thousands plot. Oh, yeah. Was, oh yeah. Oh no, they got the nano machines. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear Solid, yeah. whatever, all of those. Yeah, <laughs> you were at the mercy of uh, what they would do depended on the rating of the movie you were watching. Because I swear that was also like Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> Had nano machines? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I I went to see that movie in theaters. I don't remember a single thing about it, but you probably that sounds about right. I could believe it. Uh, <laughs> it's so confused. Like I don't know. Like so, I watched the dub of this, and I don't know. Ed is way more annoying in the dub than the sub. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Um, I did like her lymphocyte song, <laughs> yeah. but like, why do, why do the police not have, and I thought about this during the series, we were watching that too, but I didn't bring it up in the episode. Why don't the police have the things that they do? Like, I understand not having the hacker, but like the little like circular microwave that they put yeah. the things yeah. in and analyze them. What, why don't the police have that? <laughs> that was that was a bit of a point of contention for me that I I get that they happened upon that guy in the alleyway that gave them the fresh nail boss to work with, but just the fact that the police had zero idea whatsoever, I don't know. They're just sitting here trying to analyze in the in the this this techno like this big lab and you're thinking, man, they'll they'll get it. They got it. No. But you know, Good old Spike and everyone else just got a little microwave that will we'll tell them what's in it. <laughs> like four people just chilling, <laughs> hanging out, staring at a screen, waiting for the microwave to tell them what's inside the little marble. 
They had a lot of convenient coincidences. They did. They did. It's true. Speaking of that guy in the alleyway, was that was that the guy that made the nano machines? I I'm I'm trying to piece together the movie because it got a little bit out of hand. He called him Rashid at the end, and they figured out that was the dude's name that was working on macadamia nuts or whatever their code name for the <laughs> for the stuff was. Yep. The nut that can't be seen by the human eye. Yeah. I think I think you're right. I think that that was the same guy. Yeah. They even uh not the end, but near the end, Spike was uh, you know, sitting on the steps smoking a uh, trying to smoke a cigarette and the the guy came up to him and uh they were they talked about it. Okay. That makes sense. I did like I did like the whole that vase is perfect for you. <laughs> the vase yeah. is perfect for you. Where he's you know as just randomly stumbles upon a man who happens to know about the nano machines that he's looking for. Yeah, I I don't know why he <laughs> felt felt all right just giving him those. Maybe he already <laughs> knew Spike from hearing about him elsewhere. Maybe because otherwise Spike was just a random guy in an alleyway looking for looking for trust. Yeah, I was even gonna say too. I mean, like they're like Spike is a bounty hunter. He doesn't have to help you know the Earth. He doesn't have to do what he does half the time. So I mean, for some random guy, to just be like, you know, here's the fate of this this world in your hands. Here you go. I feel like the the the, the other what the 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 henchman besides Vincent, the video game nerd guy. Oh yeah, the 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 hacker. Oh, I love that guy so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> I love these two D video games. He wa- yeah, he wanted to. He really wanted to see Sporky Doggy. Okay, that's all he wanted. Was that what it was? Sporky Doggy. Sporky Doggy. <laughs> I think it was Sporky Doggy. He was five hundred points away from his dream, and I can feel that. <laughs> Taken away. Oh, oh. Uh, Sporky Doggy. It was his dying thought. <laughs> it was his dying thought. He died wanting to meet Sporky Doggy. I wanted to meet Sporky Doggy. <laughs> that accent was rough. That's the. I think that's the reason yeah. I dislike it. The VA direction was a little rough on that guy. <laughs> Maybe that's why I watch subs instead of dubs. I get too into like analyzing and critiquing VA a little bit too hard. But like, yeah, no. He was he was an interesting guy, but the way he was so he gets so mad when Faye shot that screen. Also, why did she shoot the screen instead of like apprehending him immediately? Because it was I don't the cool thing. They needed plot to happen. Like that too. <laughs> like if she hadn't shot this screen he would have just gone willingly just as long as she let him get 500 more points yeah yeah <laughs> just, gotta, just get more points damn it <laughs> you shouldn't have done that you should have messed with sporky doggy <laughs> sporky. i think that's why i couldn't i couldn't figure out exactly what the dog's name was because it was sporky sporky doggy <laughs> it was crazy accent at first i was like is he saying donkey <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that. Donkey. I can see that. Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> I was actually kind of sad that he died so early. I I was I was invested. I agree. I was ready. He had he had so much more to live for, like meeting Sporky Doggy. Yeah, I was about to say like meeting Sporky Doggy. <laughs> I, I the only, that's only that I can think of. I mean. Uh, I like how I like how he was talking about you know our our old school video games. I mean, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like the framing of that yeah. whole scene where he's playing you know all these holographic video games nowadays. This is the old school stuff. And then he goes, "Oh, I died." And then Vincent <laughs> shoots the comp in the head outside the door. Oh, he died. died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that part of the reason I didn't like it was because he's like, I always wanted to do a terrorism. <laughs> do a terrorism. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was just, it felt a little, a little wild. <laughs> Probably as, as good a segue as we're going to get to talk about when this movie was released. Oh, yeah. Which is September 1st, 2001. Yeah. Which it's like one of the last of the movies 
released before 9-11 and yeah uh, i i remember like right afterwards um there was there were a few movies that got scrubbed the one that i do know of offhand is lilo and stitch That's right there was a scene where they were trying to dodge a skyscraper with an airplane oh. and they were like no 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 we're not doing skyscrapers and airplanes right now but yeah like the the bioterrorism angle and you know the the the, the car bomb in the street, you know, yeah. tankers exploding and yeah, yeah. <laughs> explicitly talking about wanting to do terrorism, terrorism. and be, <laughs> be terrorists. And yeah, I, I, it's definitely, yeah, if that had come out 10 days later, they wouldn't have been able to do any of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much have to do a whole new movie. One thing that I kind of like that it was a, all around like Halloween. Yeah, I think it's cool. That like you don't get a lot of like outside of horror, you don't get a lot of like Halloween centered movies, like action movies yeah. especially. It's always I don't know like if there's a holiday that you're gonna associate with an action movie. It's I don't I can't think of a holiday you'd associate with an action movie. Yeah. but <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen a Halloween you know centered one before. At least not one doesn't jump to mind, and it's very cool. Yeah, I like how uh, even uh, the the bad boy Vincent, he was just he had a witch hat on like he was he was getting <laughs> the spirit of Halloween. He was vibing. He was vibing. <laughs> to me, Halloween was it's it's not that I think it was a bad choice, but I just kind of felt like it didn't necessarily matter which holiday they'd chosen. I think that the plot with the parade and the balloons would work just as well on Thanksgiving if they want to go that route. I agree. I'm wondering if it wouldn't have been like a cultural thing. Like maybe it was a Japan doesn't know what the hell a Thanksgiving is. <laughs> could. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they don't. I don't think they celebrate it. That's the only thing I could think of that would be like, well, let's I guess we'll choose another holiday that maybe they could have a parade. I don't know. I, I liked the bit where. Ed was trying to get information and going oh, through the yes. door. I like knocks on the one door and a guy comes out with a shotgun like <laughs> Halloween's tomorrow. Get off my porch. <laughs> Literal get off my lawn. With a shotgun. <laughs> like, uh, it's so I good. feel like in this film we, we kind of get confirmation that Ed is uh, is not a boy, but Ed is is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that was pretty cool. It is interesting. I was going to bring that up at some point that, yeah, they kind of the whole series, they don't really explicitly state anything. And then they kind of do like very explicitly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I, I appreciate it, I guess, mm -hmm. having Ed say that because that's fine. Um, I don't think my kind of thought on the uh, the original series, I don't think Edward ever corrected anybody you know this was the first time edward said no i'm not a boy i'm a girl which yeah no she would just let let people think whatever they wanted to think and that was that whereas he <laughs> she, she corrects him and he's like ed's a little girl he's like go away from me i got a reputation <laughs> to uphold over here <laughs> it's like oh my god what's your what's your, what, what kind your of a reputation, reputation? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't even want to think too long on it. Yeah. Yeah, I got, mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't want to speculate. Sus. Yeah, I don't want to guess. Yeah. I don't want to speculate on that one, but it, it was just like, okay, I guess that's a, that's one way to end the scene. <laughs> I have to say that uh, in the movie, Ed and I kind of felt like these magical plot forwarding devices <laughs> just i don't know they were they were the deus ex machina of this movie for sure yeah, yeah. absolutely i showed more like human personality too like the human intelligence they talked about to me Ed edward is a super smart hacker but i don't i don't know it kind of felt like also being a biological expert wasn't something that i kind of felt was also in Ed's wheelhouse, but all right, sure. Now Ed also, you know, knows all about blood cells and lymph, 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 lymphocyte. Yeah. <laughs> she did seem. She was her and I were very much like Deus Ex Machina machines for the entire plot. I do like 
Like, is it, I do like that they gave Ayn more of the human intelligence, but yeah, they were very much only around to move the plot forward and just kind of appeared when it was very convenient for them to appear. <laughs> I was disappointed in general about Jet because uh, first things first, his voice is different somehow. And I looked it up. 110%. Yeah, I looked it up and it's the same voice yeah! actor, according to the internet. I don't know what went on there. He sounded way more like old man Rom to me in this one. Mm-hmm. Really? I thought he sounded less. Really? Okay. Because I went back and listened to it again because I'm like, damn, he just sounds exactly like old man Rom to me in the movie. And then I went to watch the thing and I'm like, okay, maybe because I watched the sub for the, the full season. But yeah, it's like, yeah, Jet was a little off. Like he kind of didn't. What did he do? Yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, Jet really didn't do anything. He just sat in the the bebop and... <laughs> When Spike would go off to do so, he'd be like, Spike, don't you go do that thing. And then Spike flies away. Why don't you call anymore, Spike? <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah, you never call your dad no more. All I do is all I do is sit here and eat my amazing ripcord Yo, noodles. The ripcord noodles <laughs> is such a revelation. I need oh. ripcord noodles in my life so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "This is amazing! The future's incredible." I don't need anything but these ripcord noodles. I don't care what the dystopia is. Just give me, give me these. Noodles. I don't even need protein. Just give me the ripcord noodles. <laughs> you mean the noodles <laughs> and the fake protein that lives inside of it—the soylent green, whatever is in there. I don't care. Give it to me. Yeah, I loved. I felt like the. Sorry, I was thinking about thinking about noodles. I started thinking about the convenience store and just thinking about the action scenes and just how well animated they were. I was about to say, they, yeah. they, I feel like this movie was really well animated. Whenever uh, Spike was doing a lot of fighting, there was there was a lot more fighting in this than I feel like than in the yes. a couple episodes in the anime. And it was uh, it was really good. It was nice to see actually Spike's like training like put to use in this in the in the in the movie. Yeah, you know, like every every aspect of his badassness was on display in the movie. It was you got to see him shoot guns at dudes. You got yep. to see him punch and kick a dude. Whew. You got to see him fly a spaceship. <laughs> he he was using a mop handle, like That's a mop. Right. <laughs> he, he was he was mopping up everything. I loved it. <laughs> that was probably my favorite fight scene. There was the mop. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Uh, I think that was also like my favorite music. What was you guys' favorite? Oh, there were so many. I like honestly when I the the opening. The thing that's interesting about it, just for the music in in general, is it had such a different feel compared it to did. the series, but it was still all it excellent. Um, I really liked. I think my favorite bit of music was the opening music. The what was it? What's up? <laughs> that song <laughs> the opening set the opening sets the the like the tone for the movie and i, I would i would agree with, with uh time up in there it, it was it was it was a bop yeah the animation for that was really crazy good too like timed with <sighs> all God. of the the drops in the music and lip syncing really well yeah i just it felt so nice to have it like it It really did just set up everything really well and kind of tell you the tone it's like this isn't like dark noir it it is dark but it's not like mm -hmm. brooding as much maybe i really liked that they upgraded the quality to for the movie but they didn't alter the dna of the show it still it felt yeah. like a high quality episode and and a long episode mm -hmm. but it didn't it didn't feel like how some tv series will have a movie and it's like suddenly this you know realistic series they take on godzilla and then go to space <laughs> and they become millionaires and lose it all in vegas oh uh, you know out of, out of nowhere yeah <laughs> It really made me feel like they took it. They took this episode out of the anime and just stretched it out. Mm -hmm. It still had all the bones. It had Faye being a dummy and letting a <laughs> a target get free because she wants to be cool. She then gets captured. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, oh, she gets captured and again subsequ <laughs> and subsequently saved by the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I wish Faye did more. Yeah. I mm. wish Faye was more independently strong, kind of. I don't know. I guess she didn't quite do that very much in this series either, but. I think we are all skirting around a scene. The one in the apartment. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I wasn't talking about that scene specifically. You forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about the, uh, what, how do I even want to say it without just saying it? I mean, like, I mean, it was sexual assault. Well, let's go there. It, it's, the dude was like, you and me are going to be the only two alive on this planet. And then, like, cuts her top open. It didn't feel necessary. Yeah. It didn't, like, we already know this is a bad guy, and we already dislike him. You know, we've seen him setting off bombs and killing people recklessly, whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like it was, first off, an, it didn't feel in character with the rest of the stuff that he did to me. Mm -hmm. He didn't no, really seem didn't. like that kind of psychopath, you know? And... And then when Faye says, yeah, no, thank you, then he just leaves her and he's he's like, okay, I didn't care anyways. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why why'd you do it? What was the purpose of that whole scene? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then at the end, he's like, he gets shot after surviving a tanker explosion and a grenade explosion. And what else? What else did he survive? I thought there was one other thing, but he gets shot by, what's her name? Electra? It's a strong name. And he's like, she's the, uh, she's the woman that I know I loved. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you, you got, you went a little crazy there in the middle, in, in the second act there, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. don't know if that redeems your character that much. <laughs> I understand that was the goal there, but I don't think it worked. In general, Victor's. Victor's motivations don't really make too much sense to me. I think they were kind of saying that because his brain was wiped, he sort of just took on a new random personality and this one happened to be super violent. I didn't catch I didn't get that part of it either. Other than like at the end when he's talking to, to Spike, he's like, is this a dream that I can't wake up from? Mm -hmm. Or are my dreams where I am constantly experimented on and tortured? Is that real life? Like, what's the what's real life and what's a dream I can't tell anymore? I was just really confused that that dude, like, he was super strong for no reason. And I feel like there was no, like, nothing that stated, like, he was, like, a, he had, like, extra super strength or anything crazy like that. And he was able to, like, literally twist spikes, like... Yeah! Like, insides? I don't, like, what... <laughs> He twisted his like rib cage. He, he broke his skin with his fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has wicked strong strength. I mean, like, I guess he was in the army on Titan, which I mean, the the that's where Vicious was from, too. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the same squadron, but like, I don't know. All the bad stuff happens on Titan. Seems that way. <laughs> Where are we dropping? <laughs> Where are we dropping oh, on man. Titan? Oh, no. <laughs> Genetic experiments again. Damn <laughs> it. I mean, Electra was also in the same group, and she didn't have the wicked, crazy superpowers. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and she had the um, vaccine nanobots. Yeah, because they swapped fluids. <laughs> right, like everybody else who, and, and the whole city of people. So it clearly wasn't the nanobots, you know, because the whole city of people now has all those nanobots in their blood. So, yeah, I don't know. I see a, a pensive, thoughtful look on your face. <laughs> no, I just uh, I don't know. I just I I I get that Vincent is a villain who is who's got to have a crazy bad thing to do because mm -hmm. that's what they got to stop the villain from doing. But the motivations just really don't do it for me. Yeah. I I don't I don't know why why did he want to kill a whole city of people? Like he he never really did his big this is why I'm a villain mm -hmm. speech. That's true. He, he he we we know that he lost his memory. So I mean and it could just be a different personality taking over, but it's not even it, it wasn't I don't want to say that really wasn't explained, but it never really 
we never got closure for him realizing that uh, what happened. And yeah, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. It kind of felt like a Joker, like, yeah, some men just want to watch <laughs> the world burn kind of thing. Yeah. I just like killing people. Yeah. And it's, it's <laughs> I like maybe there's some logic. You could be like, well, if I kill everybody in the dream world, I'll wake up or something. Yeah. But like. I don't know, that even wasn't really, he didn't even explore that himself in the small monologue that he had near the end, or the many other monologues that he had throughout <laughs> the entire movie. He had like four separate monologues, um, Yeah, all of which were just very philosophical in nature about, with the game, solitaire, and when there's one left, that's when the game is over, oh, and that's no. when you've won. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's all very philosophical and very esoteric and and there it it, it, it kind of was like uh like wild ass cult leader vibes i got from him for most of it but it brought to mind the rail tracer from bacchano for me <laughs> the rail you're, right. Tracer. you're right flashback to episode one he just does it because he wants to yeah no you're right well, and, and, you know, he's, I'm just killing people, but it's fine because they don't exist because you're all just inside my mind. <sighs> Ooh, that's quirky. <laughs> yeah. What did Spike say? Like, you're an original. Uh, but at least he said that shit out loud. Like, that's the yeah. thing. Like, I, I laughed at that part because I thought, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's, God, I just... I wish that it, there was more of a thing like laid out where it's like, this is my motivation for doing this. Besides, I just want to murder everybody. I want to win the game of solitaire. Like, it's like King, it got real Kingdom Heartsy there when he's playing <laughs> solitaire <laughs> and talking to the other guy. Got some real Xehanort vibes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's. Him, him manifestoing at, at different people. Um, I don't know. I just wish he elaborated on his worldview a little more. Yeah. If, I, I wish there was more time given to Vincent's character. Mm -hmm. And I would have been all right if they subtracted a couple of the scenes that they had. There were a lot of scenes of, like, Spike just walking around. Yeah. That maybe <laughs> trying to get intel. And they were like... Not short scenes like to establish a shot, like a, like a you know a ten second like oh establishing shot of Spike walking up to some people or whatever, but like no like three four five minute long scenes of just a song playing and a character walking around and doing stuff makes you feel like they're trying to fill in like time. The yeah the the scene where he gets the the big pottery yeah that one yeah. that one felt a, that one felt a little inflated there the you know he meets the guy it's like follow me up these stairs down these stairs past these small children <laughs> and then we go then we go through the cubby yeah we go yeah. through a cubby when there was a door on the other side yeah <laughs> hold on i gotta greet all my friends here on along the way yeah, yeah no i there were there were definitely some time filler things in there which i mean the movie was two hours long yeah it wasn't yeah. a short movie like they didn't <laughs> didn't need to do that yes unless they just wanted to flex those like animation muscles in those moments maybe i i think that is kind of one of the failings of this movie is that it doesn't have the same snappy pacing mm -hmm. that the series did because each episode is only 22 24 minutes long mm -hmm. and you know they they were just snappy with plot point plot point plot point conclusion e even within those 22 episodes when there was a bad per what a bad guy bad like we we knew what they what they were. We knew what their backstory was by the end of the episode. And if we had if if we had some emotion towards that that the the evil villain that we 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 would feel bad for them, or like we would mm -hmm. feel justified that things were taken care of. With with Vincent, it's just like I felt nothing at all. I didn't feel like I didn't feel bad for him because it's just like I feel like I didn't get to know the character too much. And then I didn't I don't know. I mean I felt all right that you know oh he's gone. So I mean now people are gonna live, but it's just. I just, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. I mean, Vicious had five episodes, 20 minutes each. 
you know, a shorter amount of runtime for his episodes. And it was a real good story. You got to know a lot about Vicious and that core story of, you know, Spike and Vicious and the other. And, you know, Spike having a link to it helped, obviously, give some Mm -hmm. emotional weight to it. But yeah, like Vincent had no connection to any of the people on the Bebop. He he was just a guy that's like, oh, he just has a big ass bounty on his head, and Faye happened to be nearby <laughs> when he blew up the truck. Yeah. Like, which by the way, that didn't really they didn't uh, explain that at all. That she was cool initially, and then yeah. later she wasn't. I don't know. That I- is that is <laughs> that is something that I didn't consider. You're absolutely right. Unless her ship was contained, but yeah, she was breathing that air. You would think you would have to be because you would use those. You would use the ships out well, in, she's space. in space. Yes, yeah. so, I mean it has to be contained. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it 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 makes sense why after she got it because she literally walked into the room. That makes sense. But I mean, I I get it. Like without like I don't know with, without sitting and thinking about it, like it, you would think that she would have got it. You're right. Back to what you were saying earlier, it definitely felt a lot less personal. Yep. You know, Victor was just another bad guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Vicious was a very special bad guy, and Victor didn't feel like a bad guy that maybe had a full movie's worth of crazy charisma, you know? Like, a Joker, he is not. He is not Vicious. You know? He he doesn't have quite enough charisma for the role. (laughs) I think you're right. If you're going to have someone who is that that aimless murderer that doesn't really have an aim, he has to bring something else to the table. If you're not going to bring a firm resolution like, yeah, Heath Ledger Joker was charismatic as fuck. And that made the whole movie amazing. Whereas, yeah, if you put (laughs) Vincent in that movie. (laughs) This guy just talks about his dreams. Yeah. Yeah. All the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I felt like the Teddy Bomber got more plot than than this dude did. Oh, no kidding, right? It's like what the hell? Yeah. It it felt a few times during the movie that it was a a sort of victory lap or best of or a mm-hmm. hey remember these guys kind of thing. Mhm. The the only the only time I I thought it was kind of odd was when Spike fell off the bridge and was healed by the Native American. Um, yeah, and there, that was, was the same from the the TV show, I think. Right? That yeah. I think they're at the end of the episode, the end of the series. He was the one that was looking up into the sky and said, "That's a fallen warrior." Yeah, I don't know. Just, just what was he doing there? Because I thought, I thought That's true. that I thought that man was on Earth. I can't remember what planet this takes place on, but it wasn't Earth. It was super totally Earth. They were on the Eiffel Tower at the end. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I yeah. Mean, and there was there there were the twin towers too, I guess, but I thought yeah. I thought on earth there were like <laughs> I thought there were like um meteor showers on the earth. I don't know. You're right though. You're right. The earth was uh was kept getting meteor showered so we they they couldn't live on the earth. I don't know. Maybe I they mean, just decided to ignore that part. I may possibly and then just rebuild hu- <laughs> just everything. <laughs> God, I was I was happy with the high quality big shot for Bounty Hunters episode where they were riding on horses. Were those live horses? I, they they looked dummy. Oh, okay. They looked a dummy. I I thought maybe <laughs> live horses. <laughs> Their but... legs were weird though. They were wobbling around. <laughs> Yeah, they were flopping around because they were uh, like like donuts around their waist and they were just bouncing up and down oh. and the legs were flopping. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. And those those three old guys came back. Oh, they yeah. came back a couple times. I did like that they helped save the day. They did. This is, this is just like the time I flew in World War II. <laughs> and the, I, it's the year 2070 and I remember 1944 like it was yesterday. <laughs> You think you'd be dead? I'm so confused. Yeah, I guess they they must have just remade the the Eiffel Tower. That was where I got confused because they like straight up showed it at the end, and I was like, I thought it said Happy Halloween on the side of it. Maybe I just remembered. It did, right? Yeah, it had letters. Yeah, I thought it said Happy Halloween. Yeah, big old Halloween letters. That must be where I got confused because you guys are totally right about the meteor showers and and <laughs> that. But yeah. 
Oh, the CG, the animation. They did use some CG in the anime. That's the other thing I wanted to bring up at least a little bit. But they did a really good job for 2001 or 2000 CG of hiding it and not making it look. I was yes. going to say it didn't look CG for the, for the most part. So that's really good. Yeah, they did. Uh, it was mostly like in the 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 spike flying, the flight. Uh, oh, you're right. The dog fight. Mm -hmm. The dog fight, and then there were a couple of shots where it would like zoom back, like in the uh, subway car when mm. it was like real up close on Vincent and zoomed way out in the subway car to like Electra. It showed the the the, the seats were a little CG, -y. but they did a really good job with it all. Uh, and made it not look bad. So, because it's really easy to make CG look really bad, even today. <sighs> oh, first season of Sailor Moon Crystal. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shoot. Yeah. It was like a, a new toy at that time. Everybody was putting in unnecessary CG. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was nice for them to show restraint. Yes. It, it doesn't feel dated. Yeah. It just made made it made me feel like, it, you know, it was just it was like how I said, another episode of the anime, just classic 90 anime. When you mentioned Elektra, it did kind of bring will make me think of the fact that she and Spike had some chemistry mm -hmm. that I guess just vanished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, I kind of hate this love interest that just, you know, you go back to the series and. They don't talk about her. I mean, it makes sense because I would imagine she was written after the series was done. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose it does feel a little weird in the grand scheme of things that, you know, they bonded in their jail cells talking about their pasts and fear of death and mind wipe and then just go their separate ways off screen, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You got a point there. I, <laughs> I, I really liked their banter during their hospital fight or whatever the pharmaceutical yeah. company fight it was so good heads i'll tell you what i know tails like take me on a date <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so good it's so good don't think much beside that i don't got much else either i got <laughs> i was I gotta, about to say i, I touched really... on all the things that i wanted to touch on i think it's it's interesting if the nano machines the, the only other thing i have is the whole fey immortality thing i talked about at the start is like if she did i don't know if the nano machines make it immortal or if she's just immune to the to the nano machines but since dude in my head canon we're just gonna say fey's immortal now so she's like been cryogenically frozen and un and thawed and now she's like just gonna live forever <laughs> I guess one other thing that I kind of personally felt about the music in this movie was it felt a little less tight and focused than in the series. In the yeah. series, it was all big mm -hmm. band jazz. And in this movie, it felt that it veered a little more towards funk, yeah. maybe pop. And every once in a yeah. while, when they were talking about the virus, it went towards a more weird ambient. Yeah, like a weird, yeah. like, yeah, 2000s trancey kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It it just felt it just felt a little bit too varied, which is, I mm -hmm. guess, a weird kind of complaint. But it it just felt like I got a little bit of musical whiplash when they would change the tracks. I feel like, yeah, the that hurt, hurt the aesthetic a little bit. Whereas, mm. yeah, the series, it held that strong, you know, jazz noir aesthetic through the whole you know 20 22 episodes 24 however many episodes it was <laughs> and yeah and this it's even the tone from one scene to the next is i don't know it doesn't doesn't gel sometimes like spike yeah he gets picked up by jet from the 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 native american dude and like they're having like a serious moment to like leave just leave it be and then all of a sudden it's like, Ed's here, <laughs> you know, like, why is my leg so heavy? <laughs> it was a real hard swing. It felt like in that moment. So I, I totally get, I feel like the tonal shifts were kind of hard, much harder than they were in, in the show. Hmm. So odd that so much of this movie feels like it has problems that something that is an hour and 50 minutes should not have. Yeah, it's got mm -hmm. plenty of time to gradually ease between the tones, but instead, you know, 
Yeah. They hurriedly, they jammed them all in there. But then they also, yeah, had the long scenes of meandering. Yeah. In, in between it. All right. Who wants to go first on the numbers? Mason. Mason. <laughs> That's fr it's from Call of Duty. Because I'm thinking about Call of Duty because of Spike Spiegel and Jack Dempsey. And yeah. Steve Bloom. Steve, Steve Bloom. Bloom has done so much voice acting is unbelievable. Legendary. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know that hero. Like, did you grow up watching Toonami? So here, here's the thing. Like, I was going to bring it up during the last episode, but I, we, we, sometimes we just go and I just, like, I just, <laughs> I get, I get onto what you guys are talking about and I just forget what I want to bring up. And I wanted to bring up, uh, I wanted to bring up Stephen Bloom, but pff, I just Stephen forgot Bloom. all about it. And once we stopped, I go, damn it, I didn't bring up Stephen Bloom. I met the dude. You met Steve Bloom. Tell me. Yeah. Elaborate. I met Steve Bloom. Yeah, I went to, uh, it was Colossal Con back in, uh, I think it was not 2008. It was like 2013 or something. And uh, I, he was, there was a lot of different people there. It was like Vic Mignogna and a bunch of uh, jo uh, Johnny Young Bosch. And I, I got to meet all of them. And uh, Stephen Bloom was pretty cool. He's a really cool dude. Uh, really down to earth. And uh, I don't know. He's, uh, he, he, uh, he's just a good dude. I don't know. Nothing really crazy happened. Like like I met Johnny on Bosch, but uh, this Stephen Bloom is a really good dude. Yeah, they're people just like the rest of us. Everything yeah. I've heard about Steve Bloom is that he's a cool dude. Yeah, he he so doesn't make it seem like he's uh, I don't know high above anybody. You know that that that's and that, that's good to be like just uh, to be level headed. That is super cool. He's been so he's he's sub zero also. Yeah, he's he's, oh. he's so many. In, in wait wait in which one, eleven. Okay, there's the, 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 the most the most recent sub zero. Like you're t you're telling me there were like eleven options. <laughs> I mean, the first few didn't have voice acting, but <laughs> he's not the sub zero that turned into Noob Cybot. Okay, that's. Oh, this isn't the Mortal Kombat lore cast. Sorry, hold on. Let me... <laughs> Dude, Mortal Kombat is wild. Uh Yes, we should. We should probably talk. We should go over the Mortal Kombat lore sometime. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> Have a discussion uh. about the Mortal Kombat lore. Oh no, there's too many <sighs> timelines now. Uh. <laughs> all right. Well, so we all gave this. We all gave Cowboy Bebop the series straight tens out of tens. Oh yeah, we went full tens. I think. I think that just the quick. I don't know. I don't want to say it was like popcorn that filled your stomach, but like the 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 the, the you, watching the movie, I've come to appreciate the episodic nature of the series. The episode starts, they're poor, they find a bad guy, they run into the bad guy, fail to catch the bad guy, fight the bad guy, bad guy dies, they're still poor. <laughs> like just the 20 <laughs> minutes of, you know, <laughs> running through that cycle that the longer format just doesn't suit the maybe it was just a director directional decision to draw that stuff out more than they maybe maybe needed to mm -hmm. but yeah with the tonal shifts and and stuff like that um it does it does hurt it a bit I feel like this would have been if they could adapt it into a 20 minute episode it would be a banger oh, it, it they could definitely do that or even just two episodes like do this with Gren, you know, like make a two episode mid bar with with Vincent. And it'd be pretty cool, I think, because then you could just cut all the, the fat off of it and get down to the meat of it. Um, I think I'm probably going to uh, I don't know. I'm between. My mind, I go anywhere between like a <laughs> at any moment. I'm between like a six and a nine on this thing. Um, <laughs> it'll probably I'll I'll rest somewhere in the middle. I'll just go with a seven point five, just to average it out. Hmm. Do you want to go hero or? Yeah, I mean, with uh, the fact that it could have been just a twenty minute episode, and if it was a twenty minute episode, it would be a banger. Like this is definitely not a ten. Like I, I would, I would give this movie 
like an 8.5, like just solid 8.5. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I just felt like there was, there was not enough meat and I got more meat out of 20, 20 minute episodes than did on a two hour movie that, which kind of made me a little upset. Yeah. I, I pretty much share those same sentiments. I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll pick the number in the middle. That's uh, an eight. I, I would say pretty much in the neighborhood between seven to 8.5 is where I would go. So uh, it definitely, I definitely agree that would be a banger 22 minute episode as a two hour long experience. It was fine. It was good, but it wasn't yeah. great. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't so tight like an episode of Cowboy Bebop this yeah. series was. Mm-hmm. It, it had lots of fat and downtime and not even fat and downtime that was super awesome. They could have had some more scenes with just them hanging out. It wasn't like yeah. productive. Yeah. Yeah. There could have been like emotional, like real emotional moments in there somewhere or character development. But I mean, when the, when you come out and say like, yeah, this is between episodes 22 and 23 of the show, like it's just there. It's just there. It's in the middle. You can't do much with the character development side of things, I guess, because yeah. I don't even particularly know what that changed. Like they could have picked probably a few different spaces between episodes they really could have. I, I <laughs> they think could that, have plopped it anywhere. Like, let me. I want to look up like when, like, what was what happened in between those two, like, episodes. What was episode twenty two? What was episode twenty three? And because yeah, like you guys were saying, it doesn't make any sense why why it was what it was. Well, twenty two was cowboy funk. I really feel like that, and and this is I I get I get this way whenever like a new like DBZ movie came out or even like uh, when the 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 Trigun movie came out uh, Badland Rumble like it was just something it was so nice to see them caring about the show and wanting to do something more, but uh, it's just it, it wasn't it made you feel like it really wasn't I don't want to say it wasn't Cowboy Bebop because it was. But it's just like it wasn't jazzy, like how they had it originally. They're trying to keep they're trying to keep up with the times and what what music was hip, I guess. Mm. But Cowboy Bebop was jazz that you can't. Yeah. I don't know, it's yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So 22 was Cowboy Funk. 23 was Brain Scratch. OK, so 22 is Teddy Bomber. 22 was Teddy Bomber. 23 was the guy who was a cult from inside of his brain. But yeah, it it doesn't even feel connected to those episodes. They don't even have a throwaway like, oh man, that sure was a rough thing we had there with Andy and the Teddy Bomber. And then at the end, you know, like, hey, there's there's some rumblings of a new cult going out. Or, you know, there's there's no connection. Mm Mm-hmm. Could have they could have put it anywhere. Yeah, there was really no connective tissue to any any other. I think that's the other thing that kind of weirds me out about the whole thing that kind of brings it down is that there's just no. I know that the between the episodes there wasn't connective tissue really either, but it didn't need to because it's a series. It, it's this not, is a movie. This is a movie that fits within the world of this twenty five episode series. Like, there needs to be something to anchor it in besides the characters and the setting, in my opinion. Like they need to reference yeah. something like. The Demon Slayer movie is straight up like the end of the first season is like, oh, dog, here's the train. And the you know, at the end of the movie, they're like, all right, we're going to this next place that is where season two happens. So it's like, like you said, it's like they could have said something like, oh, Teddy Bomber this or cult leader that. It could have been something as... even it's just simple as just like they're reading a newspaper and just had Teddy Bomber on it or something. Yep. It's just just something is just simple. 100 percent. Yeah, it's ultimately just I think even though we all gave it really good scores, I think it's just ultimately disappointing because of the high that the series was. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, it would be hard to follow up that series with something that would be just as satisfying in one single experience. I don't know. It's just th- there's something about the f- the way that the episodes were 22 minutes long that was just 
perfect for the format. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I think that's the thing is the movie can't be 22 minutes long. And yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> it really stinks that that's the, the, the issue. It's like, oh, dang it. They just couldn't. A guy who can make perfect 22 minute episodes is struggling with the two hour. Yeah. Was it made by the same guy? It was uh, the guy who did all, all of the Shinichiro Watanabe, the guy who did all the vicious episodes, I think. And that's wild, too, because you would really think that, you know, for it being a two hour movie experience, you would think we would want to f- feel more to- for the, the the guy we're supposed to be stopping. Like, it's just mm. I don't know. I just I really, really wish they would have done something more with that villain. And it it, it make us feel bad. He lost his memory like it was just it, it was literally just kind of just brought up and thrown away. It really was. Yeah, not very, not very sympathetic. Yeah, very sympathetic character. Mm hmm. Uh, so Time Muffin, I made a mistake. I lit I lit Hero Drive for a little bit. We, we traded paint with uh a government spaceship and we got a bounty on our heads well why <laughs> on earth hero what were you thinking i the only thing that, i just i just i just wanted to, i wanted something to eat i just want some meat man we keep eating some ramen <laughs> i just want meat i'm not mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> no, please. break break is on the left gas on the right one foot at a time Never listens. <laughs> just, all I could think of was me. Don't forget the nitrous is by your thumb, okay? Don't push it. Unless, unless you need to, okay? You absolutely need to. Well, we better get out of here and also pick up some some beef for Heroes Bell Peppers. I'm good with I'm good with my chainsaw noodles. That's fine by me. Fuck yeah, <laughs> chainsaw noodles. Let's go. My noodles exploded. All right, here you can In press. The- you can press the nitrous button now. Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>